Deepa, I hate cooking. Where can I start? Deepa, I've lost my way. How do I get back on track? How can I form a habit and be consistent on my diet? Deepa, do you believe one diet is better than the other? Deepa, I feel so overwhelmed. Deepa, I feel like I'm eating, but I'm not nourishing myself. I'm wanting to do a whole food, plant-based diet. How do I make sure I get enough protein? Hi, Deepa. My frustration is I changed. How do I get my spouse and kids on board? Hello and welcome. I'm nutritionist Deepa. I get questions similar to these all the time. I hope to answer them here, share some practical ideas, recipes, and my conversation with other guests that will help all of us make sustainable lifestyle changes. And feel free to send me your questions and comments and I will answer them here too. Hi all, welcome back to today's episode of our podcast. I hope you all are doing well. And in today's episode, we will be talking about protein. A most common question that that is being asked uh, to me by my patients and my uh, colleagues is how much protein they need and the different sources of protein. So that being said, the, the first question is how much protein we need. So if you want to get into the mathematical formula, then it is 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per kg body weight. So, but if you don't want to, if you don't want to go that route, then on an average, um, a, a moderately active person needs anywhere between 50 to 60 to 70 grams of protein. Okay, if if you're a man, slightly higher. If you're a woman, around 50 to 60 grams of protein. Now, that protein comes from all different food sources, right? So one ounce of meat, for example, has seven grams of protein. Uh, If you are a plant-based or vegan vegetarian, then uh, half a cup of uh, lentils give, give you approximately seven grams of protein. So there are but apart from just meat and uh, lentils and dairy products, there are nuts and seeds and even our body has capacity to convert some of the cells into, into protein molecules through this process of intermittent fasting. Okay, so the longer you fast, on a consistent manner, for example, you know, the, if you are into intermittent fasting, you will know that uh, if you fast for 12 to 14 to 16 hours, you are, it gives your body uh, some time to, to renew some of the old cells, which then turn into some amino acid, which is a protein molecule type of compounds so your body can also make some on their on its own so that's the beauty of uh, of intermittent fasting right so that now that being said that we need let's say 60 grams of protein per day let's talk about where do we get these proteins from right so like i was saying more and more questions that i'm i've been getting are about people who are trying to go vegan or more plant-based, okay? So we in today's episode, we are predominantly going to talk about 
how to get some more plant protein into our diet. Uh, the advantage of eating more plant-based protein, and I'm talking about plant-based protein which is not processed. So I'm not talking about meat analogs like uh, uh, those processed sausages or processed hamburgers. I'm talking about plant-based protein sources that are naturally available to us, which includes beans and lentils and nuts and seeds. Mm and, and uh, peas, soybean, tofu, tempeh, uh, stuff like that. So when we want to look at other, uh, other sources of protein or these sources of protein, it's important to know that, that what's the advantage of eating plant-based protein, right? So the advantage is these sources of protein are, come with iron and lot of fiber okay and essential fats and they have slow acting carbs which is an added advantage right so protein from plant-based uh, sources are also good for the environment right the for the for the soil health let's say we need to have crops such as lentils and beans and uh, to some extent soybean we need to rotate them with with the grain with the grain crop because these crops help fix nitrogen back in our soil and helps our soil become more fertile and uh, more uh, more drug resistant thus helping our planet without have to use any any uh, fertilizers right so <clears throat> consuming more plant-based protein is not only good for human health but is also extremely good for uh, for the health health of the soil and thus it makes a very uh, wholesome very uh, holistic source of protein because uh, we are not only meeting our nutritional requirement but also along the way helping helping the environment around us so if you are new to eating plant based protein from let's say uh, beans and lentils then i'm going to give out a recipe today which is a very simple a recipe to include uh, pink lentils in your diet. The other advantage of eating lentils is that it is a source of prebiotic. So the prebiotic are these uh, special fibers which feed the probiotic bacteria in our system. Okay, the uh, the, the advantage of uh, consuming prebiotic to feed probiotic. Are, are is humongous because the the microbiome or the probiotic bacteria the healthy ones make up majority 80% of our immune system okay so it becomes extremely important that we not only have a healthy microbiome which means healthy gut health because uh, healthy gut helps reduce inflammation uh, which is a an inflammation is cause of variety of uh, 
chronic disease conditions. So taking care of our gut becomes extremely important and the prebiotic bacteria, I mean the prebiotic fiber that is found in, in lentils, specifically in lentils, it's also available in onion and garlic and uh, chicory root and uh, some beans, but um, they are predominantly in lentils. The other advantage of eating lentils is uh, especially the pink lentils or green lentils. They cook faster and uh, they are easy on the stomach. Okay, Many people complain bloating and gas after eating beans because beans are a little tough on your digestive system compared to lentils. Beans also are... Uh, uh, are they take longer to cook and uh, usually canned beans uh, unless they're organic or uh, Eden Organics is a good brand uh, which takes time to soak their beans and then cook that soaking helps release some of the gas forming compounds so if you are uh, going to cook lentil I mean uh, beans at home then make sure you soak them overnight. But many people complain of uh, they're not able to uh, or they don't want to eat beans because it, it causes some um, digestive discomfort. So for those, I always, I, I always recommend to start introducing these pink lentils, okay, or red lentils. And these pink or red lentils are available in pretty much every grocery store in the in, uh, in in like a plastic bag and one pound uh, lentils is sometimes is like one dollar and ten cents and literally makes like 30 servings of uh, of soups okay so it's a very economical way to include plant-based protein in your uh, daily diet so that that's a little bit about the advantage of eating plant-based protein and now we will move into how to what to do with these pink lentils which are so beneficial for our health if you are unable to find pink lentils or along with pink lentils i would recommend that you also look for green lentils or brown lentils they are in the same aisle the uh, the pink lentils little bit of fiber is taken out because of the husk the cover is uh, is removed so the green lentils are or brown lentils give you the highest amount of fiber including prebiotic fiber okay but like i was saying pink lentil is a is a step one just to get your digestive tract uh, used to eating lentils Okay, so what do we do with the pink lentils? So today I'm going to give you a recipe for tomato ginger lentil soup or it can also be called as tomato ginger lentil dal. Okay, dal basically means soup or a stew in, in Indian language. So what you need is one cup of dry lentils, either green or brown or pink. Okay. Then you need two to three cups of hot water, half a teaspoon of cumin seeds, one green chili which is chopped, one cup of tomato chopped, half a cup of onion chopped, one teaspoon of either avocado oil or you can also do one to two tablespoons of vegetable broth. Uh, you need a half a teaspoon of turmeric, 
one to two pinches of black pepper and half a teaspoon of grated ginger. These are the ingredients. So now what you need to do is to, you can rinse the lentils uh, under cold water and pour that two to three cups of hot water in it. Okay. And cover that pot and set it aside. Now, meanwhile, what you can do, you can heat up a pot on a high heat, turn the heat off and add cumin seeds. And within a minute or so, these cumin seeds will, will start to get slightly brown and you will, you will start to get aroma of this nice, earthy, smoky aroma of cumin seeds. Make sure you don't burn it. In case you burn it, no worries, get rid of it and start it again. Okay, even I have, I have burnt my cumin and mustard a couple of times. It happens, no big deal. Okay, now if you are following uh, the whole food plant-based lifestyle where you are not using any oil, then make sure the pot is hot again and then you add onion and tomatoes and it should sizzle. Okay, and that will start the process of uh, getting these onions and tomatoes cooked. Now, if you are going to use oil, then once the cumin seeds are cracked, turn the gas off, let the pot cool down, add, add a teaspoon of oil, and then add these onions and tomatoes. Okay. Uh, in any way, you, you continue to cook or stir fry these um, onions and tomatoes until they are a little soft. And now you start adding your spices. Now you add this beautiful golden color, color anti-inflammatory turmeric, okay? Add uh, your black pepper. It's extremely important to cook with black pepper and turmeric together because that the black pepper help boost the health properties of turmeric, okay? So always remember the turmeric goes well with black pepper. Okay, so you're going to add that. You're going to add uh, your green chilies and stir for, for a minute or so. Now, at this point, if you're new to this kind of cooking or this heat or, or the aroma of spices, you may start coughing. Your neighbor may come over wondering what is this all, um, uh, what is all this uh, flavorful uh, aroma that is hanging around in coming out of your house okay but it's all good you will get used to it uh, over a period of time you will get used to aroma of this uh, these herbs and spices and it will be very very pleasing to your senses anyway so uh, now it's time to add your soaked dal that has been uh, soaking in hot water so you are going to add this to, to this uh, onion, tomato and spice mix and gently uh, start mixing it, okay? Now allow it to simmer for a few minutes, okay? Maybe five to 10 minutes. Now, this is interesting because if you want a lightly, uh, li lightly like a little bit of a chewy consistency, then don't let this. Then don't let uh, the mix the uh, the uh, dal or a stew to simmer until very soft. Okay. But if you want a slightly creamier consistency, then add 
then take a whisk and and start whisking it okay and then it will turn into um, this nice creamy more pasty type of dal or a stew it's up to you so once it's done uh, and really that's all to it the important thing is that you you make this little bit ahead of time so there is a so there is room for all the spices to sip in and uh, that's how you are going to make your pink lentil or tomato ginger lentil dal or a stew now you can serve this as is with a little bit of um, cilantro and squeeze of lemon on on top or you can you can put uh, uh, you know you can or you can serve with some quinoa and millet or uh, brown rice or farro however you want it but it's a very simple recipe it takes like less than 15 20 minutes to cook but this would be uh, this would be my uh, how to use lentil 101 recipe because it's very easy the spices are not complicated yet the the stew is very flavorful and most importantly it's very nutritious because now you are getting prebiotic rich lentils and plant protein from lentils and cumin seeds which are high in calcium you are getting onion and tomatoes uh, and a lot of nutrients uh, from onions and tomatoes you are getting anti-inflammatory turmeric with anti-inflammatory black pepper and ginger which is good for your migraine or or again for inflammation so this is not only a stew but almost like a um, a perfect brew for our uh, our uh, health you know which is so easy to make and aroma is perfect the texture is perfect and uh, use this as a base recipe and then you can switch around the spices as you like okay so i hope you guys will get to try this and send me your questions or your comments at deepa at nutritionisdeepa.com otherwise i wish you the best i hope to stay in touch and i will talk to you guys soon bye bye so today's episode is done but if you want me to answer any of your question in my next episode of the podcast then you can uh, email me at deepa at nutritionisdeepa.com or you can call and leave us a message at 6308399296 or you can contact me through twitter instagram and facebook at nutritionisdeepa uh, i thank you for listening and i hope to stay in touch 